0: Hey there, it's Michael Costa from The Daily Show on Comedy Central. Ever wonder what happens behind the scenes or want to catch some extended interviews? Well, now you can. Listen to The Daily Show, Ears Edition podcast for full episodes, extended content, and a whole lot more. The Daily Show, Ears Edition is available wherever you get your podcasts. You're listening to Comedy Central.
1: Hi, hello, it's Nicole Boyce. This is Stand Up with Krista Stefano, Stand Up Listening Podcast. I am uh, Chris's producer here, and I've got a special holiday edition of Stand Up with Chris Stefano For all of you, uh, we're talking all holiday. We got festive jokes, everything uh, Christmas, Hanukkah, Kwanzaa. Uh, Two jokes about ponies, actually, also, believe it or not. So a real Christmas miracle for um, uh, horse girls, I guess. (laughs) Um, So let's get right into it. Here are your holiday jokes. Uh, from Jim Gaffigan, we got Michelle Buteau, we got Louis Black, we got Anthony Jeselnik, and then we're gonna close it off with a clip from Joel Kim Booster. So hope you guys enjoy. Uh, happy holidays from uh, everyone here at the stand-up with Chris Stefano team. From all of us to you, uh, yeah, let's play some stand-up. I love our holiday traditions, like the Christmas tree, where we go out and we chop down a tree and we put it in our living room. Kind of sounds like the behavior of a drunk man, really. <laughs> Some woman wakes up. Honey, why is there a a pine tree in our living room? I like it. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna decorate it for Jesus. Uh. Uh, And then I'm gonna hang my socks over the fireplace. (laughs) Fill them with candy. Maybe I'll tie some leaves to the ceiling and see if I can get some action. (laughs) Now I gotta puke on that couch. Merry Christmas. Some people get so into Christmas, they decorate their yards. It seems completely backwards. All right, chop down that tree, bring it in here. Take all these lights, put them out there. Oh, I just gotta, I really gotta get a job. He's anti-Christmas. Easter, that's a weird tradition. Easter, the day Jesus rose from the dead, what should we do? How about eggs? Oh, well, what does that have to do with Jesus? All right, we'll hide him. We don't, don't follow your logic. Don't worry, there's a bunny. (laughs) Ridiculous. Thanksgiving? uh, Thanksgiving, it's like we didn't even try to come up with a tradition. The tradition is we overeat. Hey, how about at Thanksgiving we just uh, eat a lot? We do that every day. Oh, What if we eat a lot with people that annoy the hell out of us? Oh, he's the anti-fake. Most of we use holidays so we can eat more, I normally don't have a burger, a brat, and a steak, but it is 4th of July. (laughs) And uh, I need the energy if I'm gonna start blowing crap up. (laughs) That's what the founding fathers would want. (laughs) My favorite holiday is Halloween, and not just because women use it as an excuse to dress like prostitutes. You ladies totally do. I'm a witch, if she was a hooker. I'm Little Miss Muffet. I'm sure you are. Hey, that almost sounded dirty, fella. As a kid, Halloween was amazing. You dress like a superhero, you bang on your neighbor's door, and they give you candy. I do that today, my neighbor wants me arrested. Probably because I make a hot cat woman. Kitty wants some candy. Meow. Meow 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 meow. Remember that from Mister Rogers' Neighborhood? Meow 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 meow. And they wonder why we do drugs. <laughs> oh, that was negative. How about those traditions, fellow? Why don't you go back to that? (laughs) Valentine's Day, the tradition is we give each other those big red hearts filled with the gamble chocolate. Have you ever eaten any chocolate out of those big red hearts with any confidence? (laughs) Mm -hmm. Well, this could either be really good or totally nasty. Mm. And I'm just pig enough to find out. Ah, I got the one filled with toothpaste. I'm going to have to eat another nine to get rid of that flavor. There's the big red hearts filled with the gamble chalk out of the tiny chalk heart-shaped anacids. I know I make you nauseous. Here's a Tums with hug me written on it. Maybe that'll help. I know nothing about Saint Valentine. I assume he's the patron saint of overpriced greeting cards. That's an odd ritual, really. You know, we go out and we buy cards that already have things written in them. It's like, hmm, hmm. Hey, that's something I'd say. <laughs> Just add my name here at the bottom. <laughs> there you go. You like what that other guy wrote in there? took me five seconds to find it, <laughs> it cost me two bucks Greening cards would make sense if there was something profound written in there but it's always like happy birthday <laughs> Can think of that yourself <laughs> i'm not a slogan machine
2: my first christmas in holland super fucking charming riding my bike in the snow smoking weed you know eating chocolate everyone's like are you just gonna have that one piece of bread i'm like this is my jam. Like, (laughs) I love this place. And you know how we have like Santa Claus here and like Santa Claus has like Mrs. Claus and like a bunch of midgets that are just like, I'm his helper, right? (laughs) So they call their Santa Claus Sinter Claus, which happens in the second week of December. And his helper looked a little suspect. He was like really, really dark. And I asked my husband, I was like, who's that? And he's like, oh, it's Swart Pete. Uh, It translates to Black Peter. And I'm like, "Uh (laughs) uh-huh. And he's, and I'm like, yo, how'd he get so dark? (laughs) Like, I'm like his attorney. I'm like, yeah, how'd he get so dark? And my husband's like, oh my God, it's so funny. Santa Claus was too big to go down the chimney, so Swart Pete went down for him and he got really dark from all the dirt in the chimney. And I'm like, why does he look like Wesley Snipes with an afro? <laughs> so then I did some Wikipedian, because that's how you learn shit when you're American. <laughs> and it turns out that straight up, yeah, Santa had a helper. Santa Claus had a helper. But Squirt Pete was also his slave. What? Santa had a- Pete, okay? Because the kids love him because like he was like really festive with the kids. I'm like, yeah, he was popular with the kids cuz he was tap dancing to save his fucking life. <laughs> <laughs> and they don't want to get rid of him cuz he's such a part of culture, right? Okay. <laughs> but now every year they can't find black people to dress up as Swart Pete because they have things like liberty and freedom. <laughs> So every year... You guys are like my Oprah's book club. I love this. (laughs) So every year, they get a white person to put on blackface. Yes, bitch. (laughs) And my in-laws, they're not racist. My husband clearly not racist if he's into these brown titties and freckles. (sighs) But... When I see blackface, I think of lynching. When my husband sees blackface, he thinks of Christmas (laughs) presents. And because marriage is a compromise, (laughs) we celebrate Kwanzaa. (laughs) Thank you. When I
3: was a kid, I wanted to celebrate Christmas, but I could not because as I've told you, I'm a a Jew. So I was stuck with Hanukkah, or as many still pronounce it in the Midwest, Chanukah. Or, as it's pronounced in the Deep South, Chanuka. As in, are you going to be celebrating that Chanuka shit again? What is the matter with you people? In Hebrew, it's pronounced... I did not have enough phlegm to pronounce it. Hebrew, many of you may not know, this is a phlegm-based language. That's because we were on the desert for so goddamn long. If you didn't keep the phlegm going, you would not make it to the next water hole. When you compare Christmas to Hanukkah, there's no comparison. Truly, Christmas is great, Hanukkah sucks! And there's no way not to compare them. They take place in the same month. and art holiday compared to Christmas looks like some sort of a dopey crafts fair. <laughs> Look, I made a potholder with a menorah on it. There are always Jews who will come up to me and go, oh. Hanukkah's a lovely holiday. And it is. And it'll be a lot lovelier in another fucking month. It doesn't work in December, okay? So let's move it. I mean, look at the facts, okay? Christians celebrate their holiday with electricity. They have lights everywhere, everywhere you look. And what do the lights say? We're having fun, we're having fun. And you're not, because you're a Jew. (laughs) And we Jews celebrate our holiday with candles, itty-bitty, shitty candles. (laughs) As if we're in a cave in the 5th century. Hadn't heard of hydroelectric power. You're supposed to light the candles for eight days, but by the fifth days, most Jews have had it up to here. Are we going to light the candles tonight? Uh, fuck it. Okay, you know, we ran out of candles. I told your mother to buy candles, but he's a bitch. So we just can't do it, okay? You know, it's the same thing every night. You already did it. five. There's a lot of candles. Stop fucking crying! You want to see a light? we we'll in the oven. We'll stare at the pilot light. On the first night of Hanukkah, Jewish parents do something that can only be described as sadistic. When they hand their children a top, I will repeat this, a top to play with. They call this top a dreidel. I know a fucking top when I see one. You can call it the king's nuts, I don't give a shit. Call it whatever you like, it's a top. And a top is not something you play with. A top is not a toy. What the fuck are you thinking? <laughs> a toy is something you participate with. It'd be like the equivalent if you had a young girl and she wanted a Barbie and you handed her a stick and said, give it a name. <laughs> All a top is good for is when you have an infant and you want to know how they're going to be doing in school, spin the top in front of it. And if that, if your infant stares at the top for more than 30 seconds, you're fucked. <laughs> you better hope the kid's an artist. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. All a top told me was that I was going to have to find a religion that knew what the definition of fun is. What do you do with the top? You spin it. Woo-hoo, look at that son of a bitch. God damn it, get me an asthma hair, I'm having so much fun! What are we going to do? Spin it again? Not on my watch. I used to take the top and shove it up my ass. It wasn't much fun up there, but it sure beat staring at it. My parents would come in and go, where's the top? I go, I don't know! It disappeared, it's a miracle. Eight days of gifts. That works well on paper. It always sounds like we're, every night is Christmas night and it's not even close. Even all eight days together does not stack up to Christmas day and I know this because every Christmas day in my youth, I would go and see my friends, my Christian friends and see what they had gotten. And under the tree was everything <coughs> that I dreamed of having. A pony? You have a pony too? Are we even zoned for livestock? And that's when I learned for the first time what the biblical word covet meant. It means, I want all your shit now! And then I went next door to celebrate Hanukkah. And that's when I first understood what the word depression meant. Oh boy, a pen and pencil set. How lucky for me that I have two eyes. That's pretty ingenious. How did you get the name of the bank off the marble base? If you were smart enough to think of that, couldn't you have thought of a toy? <laughs> the next night was a notebook. Ooh. Not much play in a notebook. Maybe you can whack your penis with it a couple of times and the game's over. The game is over. Third night, socks. Ooh, be still my heart. Socks, huh? You have some buttons I can sew on the socks, thereby creating some hand puppets so I can have somebody fucking intelligent to talk to around here. What the fuck is the matter with you people? It's a holiday, not a goddamn care package. (laughs) Next night was an eraser. Well, that was good. It was practical. It helped get the top out of my ass. Pen and pencil set, notebook, socks, eraser. Face it, it's a back-to-school holiday.
4: My girlfriend makes me want to be a better person so I can get a better girlfriend. Whenever I meet a pretty girl, whenever I meet a pretty girl, the first thing I look for is intelligence. Because if she doesn't have that then she's mine. (laughs) A Couple of months ago, I gave my girlfriend some fancy lingerie. She actually got mad at me. Said, Anthony, I think this is more of a gift for you than it is for me. And I said, well, if you want to get technical, it was originally a gift for my last girlfriend. (laughs) Happy Valentine's Day. (laughs) Giving gifts is tough in any relationship, I assume.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Like,
4: Like it's past Christmas, I kept telling my girlfriend for months in advance, months, baby, all I want from you this year is an Xbox. That's it beginning and end of list Xbox. You know what she got me? A homemade frame with a picture of us from our first date together. Which was fine. Because I got her an Xbox. I should've gotten her chocolate. My girlfriend loves to eat chocolate. She's always eating chocolate, you know. She likes to joke she's got a chocolate addiction. But like, keep away from those chocolate bars, Anthony. I'm addicted to them, and it is really annoying. So I put her in a car and took her downtown, and I pointed out a crack addict. And I said, you see that, honey? Why can't you be that skinny? You guys seem like nice people. I don't want to sound like a jerk here. But that joke usually gets a standing ovation. <laughs> hey there, Jordan Klepper from The Daily Show and Comedy Central. Ever wonder what happens behind the scenes or want to catch some extended interviews? Well, now you can. Listen to The Daily Show Ears Edition podcast for full episodes, extended content, and a whole lot more. The Daily Show Ears Edition is available wherever you get your podcasts.
0: All right, you guys have been so great. We're kind of coming to the end of our time together, um, which I'm sad about, I know, but there's only so much time you can stand to look at me. Um, So I want to end on, like, one of my favorite little short stories about my life, and uh, I'll need Henry. Henry? Henry Kapersky, everybody. Here it is. Now, Henry... Would you play like something sort of like sad and moody for me? Um, that would be great. And then if I could just get like something sad, lighting wise, something like like a noir. Oh yeah, that's perfect. I love that. Thank you. So, um, uh, growing up, I was like a pretty gay kid, uh, which is like a ridiculous premise to start a joke with because like, what does that even mean? You know, like, have you ever met a six-year-old? They're all pretty gay. <laughs> like, <laughs> Every six-year-old boy wants to marry their mom. That's pretty fucking gay. Um, Like, what does it mean to project sexuality on a child? There's not a six-year-old in this country right now crushing puss, you know? Like, it's just not (laughs) happening. So I don't really understand that premise, but for the sake of the joke, like, I will continue on. I was a pretty gay kid, and it was never more apparent to me or my family than Christmas, 1996. I wanted what every little boy in the nation wanted for Christmas that year. You guys probably know what it is. Just yell it out with me. It was the crimp and curl pony by the Cabbage Patch Company. Okay. <laughs> Love me hanging. Uh, that's fine. Uh, the crimp and curl pony. I wanted it. My mom was very cool. She got it for me. I opened it up on Christmas morning and I just started crimping and curling right away. I <laughs> contain myself. My dad, less enthused. <laughs> um, he looked at my mom and he was like, Janet, what the fuck? <laughs> like, This is a girl's toy. Why did you get our son a toy for girls? And my mom looked at my dad in the eyes and he, she was like, well, Ken, my brother Bob, he used to get baby dolls for Christmas and now he's a pediatrician, so... <laughs> Connect the dots. And my dad was like, What the fuck do you think he's going to be, a fucking horse hair stylist? Like, what (laughs) is the end game here, Janet? (laughs) You know, and I can just remember hearing my dad say that. You know, and I was... I was just six years old. And I remember thinking, is that a profession? Is that something that I can do? Like, does that require some sort of certificate <laughs> college degree like what's the deal dad all right you guys have been fucking fantastic thank you so much everybody Good night!
1: this has been a comedy central podcast